What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. How's it going? And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's happening? In case you did not know, Team Chat Podcast is a video game podcast where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do that by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, and subscribing to our YouTube and iTunes channels. If you want to support the show, you can do that as well by going to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where as for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show, and in return, we will give you a cool perk, like getting the episodes early in re- time for its general Tuesday release. Man, I was, normally don't flood the Patreon stuff, but... Uh, <laughs> and so, and then you can also get access to our private Team Chat Podcast Discord server. You were doing so good for a second there. I, I thought was thinking, you were going to I was thinking the 100s the is, is, a new, is a new era. <laughs> That's new right. Era I guess this is 101. 101. Oh, yeah. it feels 101 weird. episodes. I know. We're, we're, we're triple digits. now. I know, and it's crazy. It's so, crazy. yeah, episode 101. Last week was our 100th episode, and we did a special, like, cool live-streamed episode. The replay of that is up on YouTube now if you haven't watched it. It's, it was a lot of fun. You should check it out. Um, but we do also have a update for our song contest. Last week, Brandon Weaver gave us the hint. Are the, is the puppy and the kitty doing something? No. They being weird? I told them to be chill. They're just being good kitties. Oh, okay. Okay. But Brandon gave us the hint of Nazis to the left of me, Klansmen to the right. Here I am, oh, yeah. stuck in the middle with you. Hint. It was correctly guessed by Dylan Biles as Wolfenstein to the New Colossus. Ooh. Wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sounds right. Yeah. There's no... What? It's Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus? Yeah. Not 3? No, it's 2. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, guess I, thought it was, I guess I thought it was 3, the new Colossus. Just nope, kidding. Nope, nope, nope. I, nope. I Only why, 2. I, I mean, I'm sure 3 that. will be coming. Maybe. I don't know. Do you think I've 3 played... will be the old Colossus? Maybe. Maybe. The broken down Colossus? <laughs> the, bro- <laughs> the, the rusted and worn? Colossus? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know, actually know if they're planning to do a sequel or not. I would imagine they probably are, but I haven't played the game to see how it, how it, uh, how it ends. So... We'll have to wait and see. But anyway, so Dylan has a hint for us coming up at the end of the episode. All right. So jumping right into it. There's been a lot of big stuff, big fun stuff. And so that's what our, our uh, the topics that we wanted to hit on today are two big news topics that came up. We'll start with the big one. Big, I, don't I was know. about to say, which one is Each bigger? Each one's bigger. Yeah. I don't know. They're both pretty big, pretty groundbreaking stuff. But we'll start with this one. Last week kicked off the official start week one of the Overwatch League. Woo! The official competitive Overwatch. Okay. So it's it's professional. It's professional competitive Overwatch. So they actually have teams. There's what? 12? 12? I actually pulled them all up. Yeah, there's 12 teams and they're each from different cities and or regions of the world. Uh And they're just pitted against each other and it's actually through Major League Gaming is the one that's hosting it. Nice. And they, uh, the preseason they didn't but Twitch finally came through for everybody and bought the rights to stream Overwatch. Nice. League so, so this is going to be like competitive gaming for the best of the best playing Overwatch. Exactly. Pretty so much, yeah. Think of like the competitive scenes for StarCraft sure. for example. Those would be or XCOM, uh, Counter-Strike Go. Those are like where Overwatch is trying to position itself. Yeah. Because everything before this has been unofficial tournaments or small regional tournaments. This is Overwatch on a global competitive scale, nice. which is the first time they're doing it. And for the game being just over one and a half 
years old? Almost two. Almost two hmm. years old. It's definitely well, it was, time. It, it seemed like Overwatch was always going to be a trajectory for this inevitable yeah. end. Yeah. yeah right. No, I mean, I this is so why too. this seems like the game was made for some reason or for a part of the reason. You know, yeah. it looks, it's very competitive, right? It yep. is. It's very competitive. I was actually just playing today right before I came here. Yeah. No, actually it was earlier in the day. Whatever. The point is another person noticed my PlayStation Network ID Levitz lives and they were like, I'm sending you a friend of nice. right now. <laughs> nice. And I was like, yeah, Yes, another one, brother. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Welcome, comrade. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the official teams then are the Boston Uprising, Dallas Fuel, Florida Mayhem, Houston Outlaws, London Spitfire, Los Angeles, Los Angeles Gladiators, Los Angeles Valiant. Still don't really say that too clearly. <laughs> New York Excelsior, Philadelphia Fusion, San Francisco Shock, Seoul Dynasty, and Shanghai Dragons. So, it, hmm. how did they decide what like city and what? They probably just determined. I, have no I actually idea. don't know. I, I would imagine know, by cities. by yeah. I, would, I think. And how? What kind of player bases are they? Now, see, the thing is, you don't have to be from. No, you don't. Because the thing is, I don't think they would have decided it on city necessarily because the player base of who actually is playing with what team and where yeah. is all over right, the map. Right, right. Almost I all of New York, all of New uh, Soul Dynasty, and almost all of the London Spitfire. All three of those teams are almost entirely South Korean players. Yeah, yeah. like they might have a stray non-South Korean player, but they're almost all South Korean. Right. And then Houston, Dallas, and Boston to a certain extent, and a little bit of the Florida Mayhem, they have a pretty good mix of both North American players and actually quite a few of the European players. Yeah, one guy I saw from a, on Mayhem, Swoosh, he is from Switzerland, I believe they were saying. so. Yeah, they've got a couple of like Scandinavians yeah. and a couple of French players as well. I know at least a few of the really good ones are from uh, Francia. Mm-hmm. So they've got a really interesting mix, but... Uh, I will go on ahead and say right off the bat, just get it off my chest, super disappointed, not a single female player. Not one? Yeah. Not one. And one of the best Zarya players in the world is a South Korean female gamer, really? Kim Gaguri, and nobody signed her. And what's even worse oh, is that some, some of the wow. teams that it's were pretty, like... It's, like, it's an official yeah, thing. It's like, they're making it a very, very much yeah. it, an official... Teams have official coaches, they yeah. have wow. managers, all wow, this wow, stuff. Wow. You, know, and you have then, to have sponsors, all this other yeah, stuff. Like wow. it's, it's not just like... Sure, yeah. Land party in your in your yeah, living room kind of stuff. Your living room. <laughs> but you know, you know, so it's it's but yeah, that is yeah. incredibly disappointing. And in a lot of the interviews they were like, Oh no, we totally you know, we would sign a female player if the circumstances were right, and I mean, you know, if, like, just making all of these if scenarios that built it up to be, you would have to work a miracle if you were a female gamer to get onto a professional team, That's messed which up. is bullshit. Yeah. So I'm really disappointed about that. And overall, the uh, ethnic makeup of all of Overwatch as a whole is pretty non-diverse. Like, it's pretty much white people and South Koreans. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's cool. Which, I mean, to be... Well, I was going to say to be fair, but no, like there needs to be that diver- the diversity factor in it also. But you also have to the the top players do come from. Now that's true. So a lot of the actual from South geographic, Korea and stuff like geographic that. base of it is largely South Korean. Yeah. There's one really adorable uh, Thai. Uh, I don't know what the word for Thailand Thai person. Yeah, yeah. The one guy from Thailand, Mickey, on the dial- on the Dallas Fuel team. He is so cute yeah. and so nice. I'm rooting for him, but not Dallas Fuel as a whole because I hate their guts. <laughs> Why? Why? Because I'm Houston. Oh, that's true. I got to vote for. Team? Yes, that's I was true. Born, in Houston, were born in Houston, but actually Houston isn't even my favorite team. It's actually the Los Angeles Valiant. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the standings uh, is right now of where it sits is Los Angeles Valiant is sitting at number one. Woo! Um, the, How many games have they gone? Through? So they've gone through the week. The first week was the tenth through the thirteenth. So it was a few. Um, and they had like three official games per day. Yeah, but they would have Losing three three matches, and then it was mayhem. losers. Yeah, <laughs> and so it, was, it would be those four matches, and then they would also have, and so each team would play four matches against each other, and it was usually like a uh, control point, a, a payload, one, one of each map type. Yeah, I guess. Pr- pretty much. Uh, and so, but the maps, which maps were used, would vary from match to match, and so it was basically whoever won the the most of the four, and then if in case of a tie, they would do a payload match. I believe or. Just a random fifth a, match. A random fifth yeah. match. It didn't matter what type, I don't think. It was I thought, just I thought be... somewhere I heard in one of the pre like pre-game stuff and talking about it, it was actually like a there that was a set one. But that could be change. true because uh in a recent match between I believe it was Excelsior and Boston Uprising, uh I believe that they didn't wind up going to their fifth match, but they sent advance or the fifth match Lijong Tower. Hmm. So that's a control map. Okay. So. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, so the top four right now are Los Angeles Valiant, London Spitfire, Seoul Dynasty, and New York Excelsior. Did you actually see the match between... So the front runners that most people think at least one of them is going to take the title, most likely pretty much everyone has their money on the Seoul Dynasty because mm-hmm. it's the South Korean powerhouse. A lot of their members came from... Um, I don't remember what their official team name was before this, but when it was Apex, the Apex tournament, okay. whatever the South Korean team was, a lot of them wind up wound up being the Seoul Dynasty, and they're the best in the world. Like they're the best of the best players. Mm-hmm. Followed closely by the Dallas Fuel. Yeah. So those are the two that everybody thinks one of them is going to take the title. So there's kind of tiers that people have already uh, placed based on the preseason matches. A lot of the teams into. Shanghai Dragons are unfortunately like at the low. very bottom yeah, right now in the not, standings. And their match against the LA Gladiators was just tragic. I was R- like, was I, w- I wanted them to do good because I was like, they didn't have a good preseason. The Gladiators aren't that great. So I was like, come on, Shanghai, you can do it. And I was wrong. They could, <laughs> they could not do it. I was like, ooh, that is really sad. I'm actually, I've, I'm leaning towards, I think right now, of being the Spitfire as my, my team right now because especially when I was watching them play, they had one uh, Profit is one of their players who uh, is a killer Genji. And so obviously <laughs> that, that is a special, Wait, that has so a special you place in my heart. him over Silk Thread? No, it's Silk Thread team. Silk so Thread I'm, is, okay, yeah. so apologize everybody in advance. We're, I'm getting into this. We're all getting into this a little bit here. So I'm not, it was well-versed in who all is playing. We're just talking about it because it's a really big deal that this is happening and it's becoming such a big thing. So, if we say things wrong, I apologize because I don't know enough to correct myself on the fly. Uh, so who is this guy? So Silk Thread. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who is this guy? <laughs> Disclaimer. Are these people? Now back to it. So Silk Thread is one of the main DPS that's actually on the LA Valiant. Okay. And so I think he's great. Uh, he plays a lot of Widowmaker, a lot of Genji, mm-hmm. and I think maybe some Tracer as well, but he is fantastic. Okay. And the DPS players are never my favorite. I think they're boring to watch. I'm like, oh boy, they got another kill. Super. I <laughs> <laughs> I much prefer to watch uh, tanks or the support players, yeah. especially Zenyatta's, because like they they have to be so wily. They're always like on edge because a Genji could get them from anywhere, I know. and they're just fragging they out those hardcore. Low, the low health and all that. <laughs> or the tanks are just really fun to watch because their typical vantage point gives you a good view of the game yeah. as well. Right. So the actual format of the matches is really interesting because Blizzard's developers had to basically make an entire new program that would enable a spectator sport to be made. 
So they've got these really nice top-down views that are live based oh, on yeah. what's happening on the maps That's at nice. any point that'll show you here's where all the enemy team members are, here's where the uh, offensive team is. And it's just a really good setup for the viewer that knows what's going on. I will say that if you've never played Overwatch, nothing happening in the game would make any sense. It's hard even knowing what's going on even, sometimes. Even, they're so it's fast chaotic. and good. Oh, yes. God. Oh, it's oh, ridiculous. It is chaos. Yeah. In the match between the Fuel and the Dynasty on Temple of Anubis, both teams appear to be shit-tier at defense. <laughs> because, like, both of them took both points A and B so fast. Hmm. I think the Fuel wound up uh, having their second offensive run with six minutes remaining because they took points one and two so wow. quickly. That's crazy. It was ridiculous. Even the announcers were like, holy <laughs> six minutes remaining. And so it's like, how are you guys not better at defense? You are the top tier teams on planet Earth. And I think Seoul ultimately did wind up having a little bit of a better defense. But even then it was really touch and go. And I was like, oh good, even the pros are shit at defending. Uh, yeah. This makes me feel a lot better about my own play. Seriously. Uh, but yeah, there was some really great stuff. Like I didn't watch, I watched a lot of day one and day two. I didn't watch as much of day three. Um, but talking about like some of the really good play and everything. So I liked profit from Spitfire because of how well he was playing Genji and apparently he's a flex player. So he'll play either. They were saying either tracer or Genji primarily. Uh, but in the matches I was watching, he was playing Genji and yeah, he was good. But the second player, which made me almost want to want like this team, New York yourselves here. Cause I have no bone in this fight. Like yeah, I, I can pick right. anyone. I'm a free agent we fan. Can pick any team. No difference. Best. Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I've always loved that. Um, because for, at one <laughs> point, it's always been my favorite hey, team. Always <laughs> Weren't you just talking about Boston? The Boston who knows? No, no, no. We were talking about this, I think, a couple a couple days ago. We might have been texting something about it. That I was like, I love the colors of Soul Dynasty. Oh, they're so the, basic. The gold on black. But that's what I was saying, though. <laughs> high school colors. I said, liking Soul Dynasty seems to be the equivalent of like a, a soccer fan being like, oh, I, I, I like Manchester United. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Because right. that's like the 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 good team right. who does a lot of, or at least they were a few years ago, you know, don't hate me, soccer fans, but that's just what I would equate it to. So um, I was it's like, football. Yeah, you lost with soccer. Okay, football. Okay, <laughs> I was saying it for our U.S. audience. We, we have a greater <laughs> U.S. audience hardcore here. Hardcore soccer than, uh, fans. You know, don't hate me. Hardcore. Don't at me. <laughs> we're laughing because no one that watches <laughs> Sports ball. <laughs> Sports ball. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, so I think that's why I've started going for the Spitfire because of because of Prophet and his Genji play. But I will say, New York Excelsior has as another team member of uh, Pine, Ooh, who is Pine also a flex is player. A God, and he was McCree. playing McCree. Ooh. Holy Dude, he's a sharp shooter. shit! Do you have no like we cannot exaggerate this, do, this yeah, enough? Like I don't know if I can find it quickly enough. But there was a <laughs> but there was a um, work on it. You okay. stole. Okay, what's his so, name? Pine. 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 Like Pine. Like yeah. And wait, what did his his or name Chris used Pine. to be Chicken, mm. and then he changed it because <laughs> like, he I'm was like, be "That's a stupid league. name." Yeah, I, can't I get be it. Chicken. Hey, I've been, I've been there, Dogtown Warrior. You know what's up? Let's change those names. <laughs> PSN profiles. Let's change them. Uh, but no, it was ridiculous. Did you see the play where he uh, they were playing on Ilios in the in the what's the one? Not the well. The other one, like Lighthouse. The, yes, Lighthouse. Yeah, thank you. And uh, and where he. Oh, oh my goodness! Mute that, please. We are doing a recording. But he was, uh, but he was doing this part where he predicted a tracer's recall 
oh, ridiculously wow. well. Wow. Like the tracer was coming up and watching, he watched it and you just see him spin around and immediately like headshot the tracer. Nice. It was sick. Yeah. I was just like, what also, is this? Pine's hair is really fun. Is it that he pink? has like p- cool pink hair? He's a cool dude. So we're watching Ooh, it right here. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Oh. oh, so you can see, Zach, I know you haven't watched a lot of the Overwatch League, mm-hmm. but actually in the game, all of their team colors do come out and play, which is really nice yeah, to so see. I know. Really it's cool. so cool how it's all how they changed the it's game like up enough to, yeah. yeah, to like have the team colors really and everything. Cool. I was and watching it the other day and Sam was like, asked me, so she's like, so is this like people from all over? I was like, no, it's actual teams. And she's like, yeah. oh, like with, with, with uniforms and all, I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a big thing. And I can't imagine the undertaking that this must have cool. been for Blizzard. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. they're really familiar I mean, they to investment. competitive gaming. They, they, they're all over every competitive scene that they uh, actually have a stake in. Are there any um, God. heroes that the pros won't use? Um, Symmetra. She's a zero pick. I would say Symmetra. Really? Symmetra, at least last time, last time I checked, Symmetra was the only hero with a zero pick rate among professional teams. Interesting. Professional, like I think it was even one of the maps on Numbani. I think it may have been Excelsior versus the Uprising. Um, the one of them ran Torbjorn. And to be fair, they did lose, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, they tried, but they tried it. But I believe it's Symmetra that has a zero pick rate. Really? Um, the current meta, because the nerfs haven't happened yet, uh, is Mercy Zen. Uh, Mercy yeah, Zen is a, a really powerful support combo. A few teams will run Moira, but usually the Moira winds up switching off. And uh, quite a few teams will use Lucio on capture points. Mm-hmm. So for capture points and a he's little so bit for payload. He's hard to catch. Yeah, he's just hard to catch. And he can speed your team around, but um, Symmetra has no picks. Wow. I don't think I've seen her in a single match yet. And I'm watching like religiously. I'm yeah. like, is the game on? What's happening now? <laughs> uh, that surprised me because I mean, I s- Symmetra still pops up so much obviously in quick play and, and different things like that because and she still manages to annoy the crap out of me just due to the fact that I usually play Genji and therefore can't block shit of hers. You must she, hate Moira's. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, I hate Moira. That's <laughs> what I said the other Moira. day. I hated Moira <laughs> like, because she just, uh, she's always everywhere. She's always shooting her little bouncy balls everywhere that are, balls. that are hurting me and then she gets Good. all up and close and then hurts me some more with you her little beams. You deserve it for being a Genji. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to you play are a, asking a, for a, a high tier character is all. Yeah. So some of the things that I've noticed about professional teams that did kind of throw me for a loop is how frequently both the defense and the offense, their team comps will be almost identical. Yeah. Like mm. there's so many matches where they are running near identical or identical comps, mm. no matter which side they're on. And it's like, that's a little surprising to me because typically when you're at the non-professional plebe level, uh, defense is usually radically different from offense mm. unless you're on capture point, for example. Right. So that's one of the things that I've noticed that is something that I hope maybe other teams will learn from. And another thing I've noticed is they will always run two tanks. There is almost never a time where there's only one tank. And I wish that everyone else in Overwatch would get the memo. I love a good two tank You team. need two supports and you need two tanks. And everybody needs to just be okay with that. Hmm. I know. It's, it's true. It's none, true. <laughs> none of these DPS teams. None of that though. nonsense. Oh, and how frequently Sombra is picked. Yeah. I'm actually really pleased that you see Sombra really frequently in the professional scene, which, you know, a well, lot of Well, she's really people, good for canceling out those tanks. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people say at, 
our levels, Sombra, you're throwing God. But no, at the professional levels, they're like, oh, thank God we have a Sombra. Yeah. It's like, yes, I'm good, happy to see that different style of play because my hope is that that will trickle down to the rest of the people who are watching, that people will actually kind of learn from this and be, and be better players by happens. extension. Yeah with, yeah, with Halo, we all get better by watching MLG players. That's how we got good. Nice. That's, how, that's a large reason. You're hitting those leaderboards? Yeah. Nice. We, well, we were. <laughs> we were. Slacked? Well, leaderboards, what are they anyway? Back in the old days. When was the height of Halo's competitive scene? 2000, like five and six. Wow, really? So that, that would was have been probably Halo 2, really? Yeah, I think Halo 2, for at least for me, when I was watching and when I thought it was getting big, was um, like, yeah, Halo 2 in the good years of Halo 2. Because you don't hear much boss. about Halo tournaments nowadays. Not even, no. and that's why, and that's Halo kind of surprising. Halo a little run for like a, a, its first year. Yeah, no. yeah, which they specifically really built Halo Five they multiplayer did. to be focused they for did. like esports. But other things came out like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Are, it's Halo got, killer it's right a, here. It's a bigger international community. Yeah, you know? that's true. I guess yeah. because Halo is Microsoft, yeah. it doesn't tend to make it into the overseas no. communities no, no, quite no, as much. No, really. And another thing that's interesting to note about the fact that so many South Korean players have gone to other cities mm-hmm. is that that has pretty radically changed the queues for all players. So because so many South Korean players are no, are, are now in they're based in the U.S. or in Europe. They're uh, dramatically changing the landscape of who's actually on and when. So now that so many South Korean players are on North American or European servers, mm. I, there's a much more integrated feeling of play styles. Because, for example, you can see this when you see uh, the Seoul Dynasty versus the Dallas Fuel. The play styles are pretty markedly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Korean playing style seems to be very defensive. It's also very patient. And they're very like, stay the course. We don't have to make too many changes if we change our play style, not necessarily our team comp. Whereas a lot of American players and Western teams in general, they tend to be a lot more aggressive mm-hmm. and they tend to make a lot of switches very quickly if they feel that they need to. And it's interesting to see a lot of the South Korean dominated teams are those higher up teams. Yeah. And now that those players are just kind of out in the ether for North American servers, my hope is that that will lead to a more integrated experience overall with how people are playing the game and that it will actually change the meta for the better. Because I think that the South Korean playing style being a little bit more defensive, it makes it a more interesting experience overall. Yeah. Because when your team is just so aggro all the time, mm-hmm. it gets a little boring. Well, I mean, that's why we have the, the whole... Uh, DPS only, you know, meta right now going on where where most of the team compositions are built up with that, um, which is horse apple. What well, is it? Are they playing on computers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're on PC. Yeah. You don't see anybody out there with an Xbox or a PlayStation I, I, controller. No. No. I've been I've been trying uh, because because of the Overwatch League starting, I actually started playing it, picked it back up again, and pl- been trying to play more. Uh, and so I've been doing the free for all stuff and been trying to get good with Widow or just to me- just to mess around with oh, it. God. Oh my god, it's so hard, dude. So I'm like really—it's it's ridiculous. I'm still really pissed off that Widow is still so popular on console. I feel like every game has a Widowmaker, and I'm like, why? We're on console. We're all bad at Widowmaker. What are you doing? <laughs> they're trying to prove themselves. Yeah, to they're everyone trying to else. prove That's themselves. Why. It's like all you're doing is hurting us. Both of you widows, you're hurting both teams. Everybody switch off. It's infuriating. So yeah, what do you expect to see from this season? Do you think the fuel is going to manage to overtake the dynasty? I mean, right now they're sitting at like number ten. Are they? Wait, the fuel? Uh, well, no, fuel? that can't be true. Yes, is that true? Yeah, I'm looking no. at the standings right now. 
Let me, or There's after no I reload way. the page. <laughs> I had it right in front of me. Hold on. <laughs> no. Uh, so Dynasty Ten. Dynasty is number three. Fuel is 10. Uh, Wait, so who's number two? Spitfire. Houston. So the Valiant, the Spitfire. And then Dynasty. <laughs> it's a shakeup. So I'm really pleased about this because I, I watch a lot of your Overwatch, which is a popular YouTube channel that I has you were like you were um, watching my Overwatch. No. Uh, it's a popular YouTube no. channel that breaks down a lot of meta discussion and gameplay discussion. And they had a big thing right before the season started of, hey, here's where the teams are, we think, based on their current rank. And they kind of had like tier one, middle tier, mm-hmm. mid-low, and low tier. And like one of the top to mid teams was the LA Valley and I think the LA Gladiators. Yeah. And the hope for me, at least, as a big Valiant fan, was that they would manage to pull something off and shake up the scene and make it to where it wouldn't just be Fuel v. Soul. So I hope that that continues to be the trend. Seems to be. I mean, the, the new week starts, I guess, this week. Um, so we'll see where it really goes and where it picks up from. But I was surprised by that, too, just in the fact that uh, when, we were, when I was watching it, and Seoul did their first their first match, and they were going up against Florida Mayhem. And the the <laughs> Why is that funny? it's is just garbage? funny. <laughs> it's, they're it's, not it's just not they weren't as good. But I was surprised. <laughs> they as good. The, well, because all the commentators <laughs> beforehand were starting off were starting off being like, "Oh, we're going Seoul Dynasty four zero. <laughs> like they're going to win all four yeah. matches." And they and I don't remember if they did. I don't think they did actually. Um, the Mayhem's actually not a bad team. The Mayhem though. actually held their own in, in yeah. the first couple of rounds of the game that I saw. Oh, here we go. You can actually look at match details. Oh, this is so wonderful. Isn't Overwatch. this great? Thank you, yeah, Overwatch. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, show me, show me who won. Come on now. That's I think we all know that Soul won. Well, yeah, Soul did wind up winning, but still, I was, I was also like, uh, like. Mayhem's putting up a pretty a pretty good uh, pretty good fight. So the whole thing about the Florida Mayhem, this may have changed. Oh, sorry, since. Spitfire. Oh, I was looking at the wrong. Kidding. I was looking at the wrong week. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing and it was three and one. Oh, okay. So the whole so thing Mayhem about the Florida Mayhem, though, is now that we're talking about them, they're a pretty interesting team. But at least in the preseason, and I think still now, they only had a total roster of six people. Mm-hmm. You need all six people for every single match of yeah. Overwatch, which means you can't make any subs. Can't so sick. they have just their six people that they have to play every match and they have to continue to be good for every game. And without being able to make any subs, I feel like they have a huge margin of error for somebody having an off day. Yeah. You know, what if somebody's just having a bad day or what if they do get sick? Got the sniffles. What if one of them gets a yeah, wrist sprained? Sure. What are they going to do? It's terrible. So they can have up to 12 competitors per team, right? Yeah. It just seems like a, a total folly for them to say, no, our six are the best six, right. which is kind of how they were billing it. And they were like, we're not going to sign on any more people. This is our team makeup and we're sticking with it, which I admire. Seems a bit arrogant. It seems a bit arrogant. I do admire their chutzpah, as it were, <laughs> <laughs> but it also seems like incredibly bad planning. So yeah. I wish that they had added at least a couple more people as maybe specialists or just as backups. Yeah. Because if something happens to one of them, they're all going to suffer for it. Just seems like terrible competitive uh, forethought. And I don't know how their coach let them get away with that. I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe he's arrogant as well. Maybe he is. Maybe he's a he's butt. Like, you know, it's like those old college football <laughs> coaches of the 60s or 70s or well, I don't know when everybody was like in all in all the old sports movies. We don't know anything about yeah. sport ball. <laughs> just going, just going with me. Just let, just let my analogy ride here. <laughs> those evil coaches. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> seen the movies where it's like pushing, making people go run out in the morning at like 4 a.m. for like 20 miles. Like, and remember the Titans to go tell some 
important story. Like, but you know, whatever. I, 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 I digress with that. I digress. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I'm really excited to see where this goes. And I mean, I'm impressed too with just the qu- production quality. I mean, obviously it's Blizzard. They got a shitload of money to throw behind it. But I'm so, so impressed with the production quality of the whole thing. Commentators are great. Uh, the stages and the and the sets and everything for the arenas are excellent. Um, every once in a while, though, the front crowd of people watching looked a little sparse. But like, I get it. It's your first. It's your first outing of this. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's give it time. A little time to Plus, grow. Plus, they may have all been in the bathroom. That's true. Yeah. You you, know. Know, you don't know they weren't there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. they, just, they just cut to it at the wrong time every time. Yeah. Like, it's like ah, cut to it now. <laughs> Damn it! Well, people are gone in the bathroom. No Go there. back to yeah. the screen. Man, I don't know who their production manager manager is for how they actually decide how they're going to focus on which player at what time you got to know that's incredibly oh my stressful. That's gotta be like that's got to be, like be a super stressful person, job you know, like, uh, this person <laughs> well it's like doing anything <laughs> well you know to you know as like production and, and yeah, all the sure. stuff you see all the control rooms and everything oh, they yeah, showed a couple of shots of the control rooms of yeah. this and i i've i was sitting there i was like Oh my God. <laughs> like, no, joke. Like, no, just so many like screens. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ooh, does oh. it alert you? No, that was, yeah. I actually oh, just, awesome. just wound up getting a, getting a text at the same yeah. time. So but if Maybe you'll notice, look at this, we were able to sit here and that keep talking. Changed. No one had to get up to push a button because On I finally invested, <laughs> broke out the team chat podcast coin purse <laughs> Busted out a, a, a measly eight dollars at work, everybody. Work. You bought us this whiteboard and you bought us a this remote so we can remote. be lazy about restarting this, the thing until Swimming. we can save up for a good camera that yes. doesn't have uh, recording interruption or recording time limits. So, anyway, but back to it. So, thanks for your support, everybody. Thank you yeah. for your support. <laughs> Round of applause for all of you. Mm. Oh, great. It's great having you all. So any last thoughts on the Overwatch League, or can we move on to our next topic? I think we can move on to your to our next topic. And I'm right. assuming that since this next topic is all about some n- recent news and releases, I'm having, I'm assuming that we're not going to have an official moment with Mogan. No, because this is primarily like the moment with Mogan, okay. because there was so much news to digest that it really should just overlap completely. It really should. Together. So now the big... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. I didn't ahead. mean to cut Go you ahead. off. My goodness, Move, good. Oh. Peace, good sir. <laughs> Apologies. Bye-bye. Apologies. Bullets Back to episode one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you continue please. But so we did have a big news this week uh, with the Nintendo Direct Mini and oh my god. A lot happened. So much came out. So much announced. So do we want to get the biggest thing out of the way first? Let's get the the biggest thing out. all of everybody by total surprise. Donkey Kong! uh, No. (laughs) Oh, oh, all those trailers? Yeah, all the trailers. Donkey Kong's awesome? Oh, no, it is going to be awesome. I'm just just joshing her. Yark Souls? Yark Yark Souls. Praise the sun! Praise the sun! Jolly, wait, jolly cooperation! We have to engage in jolly cooperation! Uh, Dark Souls, for anybody that doesn't know, Dark Souls 1, which was originally for PS3, is being remastered and put onto a couple of... uh, It's going to be on Xbox, of course. It will be on PS4. But it's also going to be on the Nintendo Switch. Which will be the platform I'm buying Which is (laughs) crazy. And I'm also going to buy it for Switch because I will be that person that is like, yeah, I do play Dark Souls on its originally intended format, the Nintendo Switch. This is what they wanted to make it for. This is what they wanted it for. (laughs) So I I don't know how Nintendo came to this decision. They're like, how from was like, yeah, we wanted this on ours. (laughs) 
Dang it. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I like it. And I love that this is a clear indication with Skyrim and a couple of other very non Nintendo like yep. titles that them coming yeah, that's true. to. Also yeah, that the, I, yeah, that these non Nintendo games coming yeah. to the Switch is just a really strong showing of how much outside community support there really is for the Switch as a platform. So this is all just more indication that it's a really strong gaming platform, which I love to see that it's not all just PlayStation and Xbox to a certain extent anymore. (laughs) But because it'll be on Xbox, you can play it too, Zach. The Switch would be sweet to play it on. See, that's why I want to get it. play it it anywhere. uh, I've never played Dark Souls before. You can die and be mad anywhere now. Start playing. But that's honestly, (laughs) that's honestly though, partially why I want to get it on the Switch because I have it for PS3 and I've started on PS3. We've obviously talked about that before. How I went the completely wrong and hard, arduous path. Oh, that's right. That, that <laughs> you went the wrong me beaten way. and defeated. The bushes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but maybe you went the right way. You're just like this game. I must have gone the wrong way. <laughs> These I, enemies are too hard. I definitely did. And I was like, but this seems to be the way I have to go. Then there's just some path hidden behind a bush that I couldn't see. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, but so I've been playing on that. And so obviously, I was when this news. I actually heard that it was coming to the Switch first not ps4 xbox one and i was like oh perfect i'm getting it for the switch because i have so many other things for the ps4 and xbox one that i'm trying to play i don't i honestly don't want to take up the hard drive space on those for as long as i would have to have dark souls installed on it so the switch for me is perfect because i've got plenty of space left on my switch even though i'm getting quite the collection of of library games on my switch but i have plenty of space on there and it's going to be even more easily to pick it up be like all right i'm going to beat this guy no, nah, he killed me. All right, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. Just put, put it right it back down. You can do it in little micro yeah. bits exactly. and then go back again. to it when you're ready. Exactly. So that, for me, is like, oh, perfect platform for this. So I'm, I was incredibly excited, even though I'm not you know, the biggest Dark Souls fan out there. Well, so for the people who are the biggest Dark Souls fans out there... Shout out to the, Ryan Weaver. Yeah, hey. yeah. So, and Bro Mogan and Cody Peck and all them. Uh, one of the biggest things that is going to be a huge feature of the remaster is the frame rate. Yeah. So the game will actually run at 60 FPS, at least on PS4 and I think Xbox and presumably the Switch as well. And if you didn't play a lot of Dark Souls 1, you truly don't understand how miserable the frame rate was. Mm. I mean, based on today's standards, the original unremastered version is borderline unplayable. The wow. frame rate is so terrible. Yeah. So the fact that they're just bringing it mechanically right. up to speed with the rest of the scene, I feel like that. it's going to be able to grab all the people that it missed the first time around and get some new Dark Souls fans yep. out there and make everyone stronger gamers now by extension. Knows how hard it is, you Nintendo weaklings. I mean, seriously. <laughs> the Nintendo player base is going to be screwed. I know. I feel like everybody's going to be like, wow, Ooh, a this sword is a game. Lot this looks fun. <laughs> this this game looks is fun. So now, though, that it is really funny because I shared it on our on our Discord of the meme of, of Zelda, uh, sorry, the Legend of Zelda inspired meme that's, that has Link where he's like running up and he's like, look, an enemy. And and, and it's goes, just a regular a skeleton. skeleton. And he and goes to kill oh, and the skeleton that. turns around and stabs yeah, it and his like yeah. and Link's face. He's like, ah! yeah, <laughs> it's like blood that. running from his mouth and the skeleton leans in. It's Dark Souls, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, it's even more relevant now. It's it great. Is. It there really is. Spencer sent uh, the group chat a picture of Mario in a knight uniform. And he's like, this new <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls looks great. <laughs> Dark Souls looks great. <laughs> I love that too. I love the fact that I can be a knight in shine. I want that Nintendo announcer to announce like Grand Theft Auto. I just love that guy's voice. 
You, did you, you know what I'm yes. talking about? Yeah. That yeah. would be so He'd funny. He'd be like, you know, <laughs> rob banks and kill hookers. You know, <laughs> his voice was Run great. over people with yeah. their car. In Yoshi's world, you know, because he was so like cute. Like, you know, this got to get crazy. That would be really funny. <laughs> I was excited for Yoshi's story world. Yes. Yeah, the new Yoshi game yeah. coming out. I thought that, was, I thought that looks I fun. I mean, right almost on. put me to sleep, but also it looks fun. I mean, it's just like, do, 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 get eggs. So you know? anyways. I like things. Yeah. But Yoshi's story for the N64 was one of my favorite games. One of the other games that they are remaking, which was an old Nintendo DS game that they're also putting on the Switch now, I'm really excited about this one. The World Ends With You. So oh, I heard about this Yeah, one. have you? So I don't know if you heard about it back when it originally came out. That game was all the rage. Like when it launched on the DS, people were like, have you played this game? Like that would have been when I was in middle school, but it's a killer oh, game. Boy. It's a great RPG that has a really interesting, uh, super graphic pop art style. It's really fun to look at. It reminds me of what's the super style in skating game? Where you're like a graffiti person. Jet Set Radio? Jet, Jet Set, Set Radio. Radio. It oh, nice sort of reminds back. me of a mix Great between game. Jet Set Radio and Kingdom Hearts, actually, yeah. because it's from Square. This is a Square oh, okay. Enix game. So Square they're putting Enix. it on to the Switch now, which, again, in that handheld uh, format, it's going to be such a good transition. Mm. I feel like that's an awesome old game to remake and give a new platform. So that's another one that I'm really excited about. And then, as you mentioned, there's Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> um, that looked it's pretty. not Donkey Kong Country. It's Donkey Kong Tropical Jungle Freeze. Freeze. Yeah, that's right. And it because is you got the surfboard. That one came out on the Wii. Hang oh, yeah, 10. because they're giving you the new character. Yeah. That's right. The new ape. And so and the, it's super chill. Uh, but yeah, oh, so I love it's, that old thing. It, no, I, so, okay. So I will hold that I'm a bigger fan of Donkey Kong than I am of Mario. I am way more excited that, you, that they're giving me, that they're giving a, a new Donkey Kong yeah. game. For, I mean, new remastered for game of Donkey Kong that I missed out on because it was for the Wii U. Exactly. Ah, so this is just more confirmation for me that I am praying to the Nintendo gods that eventually they will announce Smash. Yeah. And yeah. that eventually they'll do Smash, Smash Wii U on the nice. Switch, which I think is realistically the best we can hope for. I think hoping yeah. for a new Smash, as much as I want it to happen, it it may or may not. I think it will. I, I, yeah, I want too. to hope that it will, I, but at the very I least, I'm hinging Zelda, my hopes a on a new remake. Mario. They're going to make a new Smash. But I mean, see, because I mean, looking at it purely from a way, like maybe they were originally like, okay, Smash. This is the last one because for Wii U, Wii U yeah. didn't do so well. But now the Switch did amazing. Yeah. So how can you shut? I don't see how they could shut the door on that franchise yeah. with yeah. with how no, well so. the Switch has been adapted has been uh, adopted by yeah. by everyone. Right. Um, but yeah, so not only are we getting Donkey Kong in with the remaster of Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong is also going to be a playable character in Mario Rapids Kingdom Battle. Mm, I saw That's that. That's right. They announced that. that update. Again, that was a super excited about it because I started playing that game and really liking it. And and so and obviously just more Donkey Kong when is they, great. When they started the trailer for that, they were like, coming to Mario Rapids, one of Mario's oldest frenemies. I was yeah. like, oh, Wario. it's going to be Wario. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. thought it was going to yeah. be Wario. I'm like, that but it's DK. DK. <laughs> DK. Well, I guess DK I was guess kind of Mario. Mario's oldest, oldest wanted to enemy. kill him yeah. with barrels and Probably steal his princess. Earlier than Bowser, even. So. Earlier, yeah. DK's the original the DK voice? enemy. What does he do? I don't think he does anything. Did he just really? do... Yeah. That's actually it's pretty good. Like that's that. pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty close. <laughs> yeah, just like, like a... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, usually Jarrett nails the voice. I can do that one. You gotta I practice I actually, up. I do, I do. I can do so many other character voices, but not that So Tropical Freeze is coming to the Switch. The World Ends With You is coming to Switch. Pokken Tournament XD. 
DXXD. Yeah. I can't remember what it's actually called, it's but it is getting a new update as well where they're adding in a couple of new fighters. Yeah, so for that. people that are still playing that game, I guess they're out there. Uh, good for you. You're getting the Aegis Sword, which is a cool Pokemon from one of the newer generations. Mm, you so. get the Pikachu lookalike one too. Oh, Mimikyu, yeah. yes! Yeah. That's the yeah. best thing about yeah. it. Mimikyu is so cute. Seems like you should buy just to get that character. I yeah. should. Thanks, Nintendo <laughs> marketing. <laughs> You just turned around from being really meh about it to yeah, very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quite a switch. So it's like, never mind, I will go on that game tonight. <laughs> just so I can just wait, wait, until sale, so I can but, wait oh, yeah, for the Nintendo update. Never puts anything on sale, so. And then another update that we're getting is actually for Mario Odyssey. Yeah. So they announced right. a new mode for Mario Odyssey, which is kind of like balloon battle slash hide and seek. Yeah. Where if you finish the main story, so you do have to finish the main story, but once can't you do. Plebe. Yeah, you can't be a plebe. It's in it just for <laughs> you the balloons. Know what the fuck to do. You can do this really cool, like, within certain levels, uh, sort of like balloon hide-and-seek yeah. type mode. Yeah. I don't really know how it's actually going to feel to play that mode, but it looks like an interesting uh, way to get more exploratory with your surroundings, yeah. and at least in um, New Donk City. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be really That's cool where it really fun. showed off everything, I think, in the trailer yeah. was more of stuff from New Donk City. Yeah. So. When I saw the balloons, I was hoping for, like, a Mario Kart-esque, like, you can, like, shoot, you know, a little third-person <gasps> yeah. pellet shoot, you know, some cute not like right. well and i'm surprised that that's, that's like how they're using luigi for now yeah he's still not luigi playable finally kind of made it back but not really yeah he's not he's like not he's he's just i love the, luigi I, it, it's kind of odd right yeah. that like he's not you can't do it i mean i, I guess I granted in this game you can you take control of other people and that's how you can make somebody else a playable character with cappy but still it's like you don't get to do anything with with luigi so it's no kinda, and don't. so it's kind of like here he is fan service there he is boom yeah. there you go. there's luigi <laughs> he'll stand there with balloons. because <laughs> he still just stands there he's yeah. not like even really i mean he maybe he will but from the trailer it's just he's just standing there you go up to him and be like hey man hide a balloon for me so i can go find it real yeah. quick so i'm about to say something that some people might consider a spoiler even though it's really not it's just an observation of something that wasn't in the game okay so unless i just haven't gotten to it yet in super mario odyssey i was genuinely very disappointed that there wasn't really a formal world or any type of bonus level that was really similar to boo's mansion uh, yeah. So in almost every past Mario game, there's always been like the haunted house yeah, kind of level. That's true. Even in Mario Ga Galaxy, there were the levels yep. that were full of booze and they were very much like the dark space worlds. Yeah. And I was so bummed that that one didn't really make it into Odyssey. Mm. There is a level kind of close to the end that's kind of like that, but it's so short and there are no booze that really that's not what it is. And my hope is that eventually they will have another new update later in the future with like something to the extent of a Boo's Mansion type level that might be how they reintroduce Luigi back into the scene. Mm -hmm. be because, cool. of course, with him having the Mansion series, that would be a perfect way to get him back into Odyssey. Yeah. So, fingers crossed, I'm just shooting that out there into the ether, hoping that that happens. But I think that would be a really fun way to get him back into the mix. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So, but then the other, uh, you know, because there was quite a few announcements, the other one that stood out to me is that they also announced another Mario Tennis. Or Mario. Yeah, you've got to be right. happy about yes, that. Yes, I actually yeah. love Mario Tennis. When I saw that, that I was like, actually, the ping pong game that Zach loves. Well, <laughs> like, I don't know what Rockstar's Table Tennis. What was, what was, what was the tennis. Mario Tennis for GameCube? Was that the original one? 
That may have been. It might have been the original one because I don't think they've done that many. Last playing that with my buddies when I was younger. Yeah, that's and it's and I'm not just saying like like it's actually a well like mechanically game wise game. It is a very well put together game. It's very fun. Oh yeah, and the new one looks super smooth. The new new one looks great. It looks amazing. The story mode looks fun. He's he's playing against giant plant. Piranha plant. Piranha plant. I'm like this looks DK like that. Yes, awesome. DK's in that too. Yeah. Yeah. That actually I forgot about that. Yeah, Mario Tennis. I love. That's gonna be technically it's. Mario Aces? It's Mario like Super Ace Star Tennis something. Uh, The titles of them are always really stupid. Oh, I was right. Mario Tennis Aces. (laughs) I knew it had aces in there, but I couldn't remember if it was like Mario Aces Tennis. Yeah, no, it's Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, Ah. that's all it is. Yeah, so that did look a lot of fun. Uh, did there any other big stuff come out of that? Those were Nothing really else the really highlights. caught my, yeah. They announced a couple of new um, playable modes that are going to be incorporated into the upcoming Kirby game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they wanted to remind everybody that Kirby Battle Royale, I think, currently has a demo available on <laughs> something. Ages. Yeah, so they're really pushing the Kirby, which, I mean, they should. Yeah, That's an old Nintendo Kirby. mainstay. People love Kirby, so that makes sense. But those really Dark Souls, Mario Tennis, yeah. the new Mario Odyssey mode, and, of course, DK coming to the Switch, and the world ends with you. Those were the big hitters that really caught my attention. Yeah, which is crazy that like that seems like a lot of news to give out, and they did it in a mini direct. It was like ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, no, it it was was like little. Yeah, and and they jam packed it. And the cool thing is too is all this stuff is coming out in like March through May. Yeah. Wow. So oh, I don't think if we mentioned it, but for Dark Souls, it's May twenty fifth, right? 24th, 25th, somewhere yeah. in there, like so end of it's, May. So it will be in spring slash summer, so Dark Souls coming soon. Right, and then Ace, uh, Mario Tennis Aces is, I think it's just spring is what they say for right now. Um, DK, I think, is in March. Tropical Tropical Freeze, I believe, is, comes out in March. Uh, same with his his being, no, him being a DLC character in Mario Kingdom's, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle is in February. And I think the mod- the Super Mario Odyssey update is also in February as well. And I, I, it wasn't part of the direct, but fans of the series don't forget Bayonetta's one and two mm, also right go too. to the Switch in February 11th. Yeah. I want to say so. We've got a lot that's actually happening here in Q1. I know that's which crazy. Is really Q1. good to see. It seems like Q1. Q1 it's a very business <laughs> term. At the end of our fiscal year, we'll look back and reconsider our our goals. You have to speak Nintendo's language, yeah, Zach. Yeah, but I mean, so. If this direct is any indication, Nintendo really does seem to be keeping up that momentum that they set up in 2017. And they need to. They need to be putting all of their weight and then some behind the Switch. Yeah. Get everybody on board. Oh, Put Red sure. Dead on the plan. Switch. Do whatever Ooh. you have to. I can't imagine. <laughs> I wouldn't get the day that we play, that you're Medical. able to play Red Dead or Grand, Grand Theft Auto on the Switch. This like time space continuum. This like nice, like pretty, fun looking console. <laughs> like when you switch it on. I know, right? <laughs> You'll like, see a rift form over Tokyo, yeah. and then the world will come behind. <laughs> it's just because the Switch just looks That's so true. fun and, and pretty. And then here's, and then you're just like but Payday Two is pretty mature. Killing people on it. Yeah, and, you know, obviously well, Dark Souls. But maybe it's gonna happen because Eleanor is also on the Switch now too. Huh. L.A. Noir is not as bad as Payday. It's not as bad. Well, it's not as bad I, as Payday or, or not as bad as, as Grand Theft Auto no, and all that no. stuff. Grand Theft Auto but is it's still, <laughs> the, the day When the day comes when I'm playing a game on the Switch and I hear somebody go, well, fuck that, I'm like, yeah. My goodness. <laughs> what? Heaven, what? sir. What? <laughs> 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 
Oh, that would be that would be that would, that would be jarring. That would so, just be I'm wrong. Not, it would be, be morally wrong, it. Nintendo. Yeah, Don't do it. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it's Mario. See, at least with first. Dark Souls. I mean, how dare you? He is tarnished. That voice. Although, did you see Bro Mogan sends me snaps of a lot of the stuff that he does in gaming, and um, he sent me one. He had 666 moons in Mario Odyssey. Yeah, and he sent me a snap of like his ship with the 666 moons, and he was like. Mario, a well-known Satanist, yeah. prepares to launch. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and I was like, that is wrong, and you should be ashamed. <laughs> Actually, sitting at 666 follow, uh, following 666 people on Twitter, I need to find you somebody need else to, to fix that. I need to fix something. It's, it's been that way for like a week. Else. I know, but it's got to be the right person oh, to break through that threshold crazy. of evil. <laughs> <laughs> allowing Satan into your house at any, <laughs> any moment. I know. Between do, that and playing oh, Doom, and so you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, at least Doom is good practice for when Satan shows up. That's yeah, true. That's true. Go. Demon hunting 101. Really, you should have to play Doom if you go to you church. You miss your shotgun shot and yeah. kill you. <laughs> oh, you got to be careful. You, you got to be careful. <laughs> Doom and Diablo required play for uh, churchgoers everywhere. <laughs> Speaking of that, we randomly went to Half Price Books the other day just because uh, Sam was going out of town. And so we, she went there to like just find some cheap book to read on the plane and all that stuff. And while we were there, I happened to discover that they were selling the strategy guides for Diablo 2 and the mm. expansion of Diablo 2 for like five bucks a piece. So I snatched oh, those bad boys up. Very interesting. I'm ready to go uh, bottom shelf. I'm ready to go adventuring. You ready to go cheat? I thought those were like for dummy books. <laughs> they look like they it. They look like I mean, Diablo dummy books. for dummies. <laughs> Diablo Diablo, for dummies. I played Diablo three. Love Diablo three, and I keep I keep starting Diablo two and then getting pulled away by other things. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll get the strategy guide and like really understand how this works and re- try try my best at it because I remember people somewhat complaining that Diablo three was a step down in like difficulty from Diablo two. Oh. So you know, furthermore more of it, uh, hardcore stuff about that with Diablo mm-hmm. 2. I, w- I felt like I should be a little prepared. And plus, I was like, they're $5. Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so, yeah. And also speaking of throwback, or not really throwback games, but I last night, because Sam was out of town, I was playing some games and stuff, and I actually pulled up, I was thinking this weekend I would play like Horizon Zero Dawn or something like that, the or the DLC of Horizon, or possibly play some other game, kick it out, but I was playing, or play through Assassin's Creed Origins more. But I was playing those, and they weren't scratching the itch for me. They weren't doing it. So I actually mm-hmm. switched over and played Civilization. Hey, oh, nice. good old Civ like getting the shout three, out. Three, four hours. Very nice. It's wonderful. A guy I know, uh, He's an acquaintance. Did you just have paper fly out of your yeah, face? Yeah. Where did that Where come did from? No, it just like <laughs> fluttered out of your mic. Eye. Eye. Scratched your eye down. and then I it just came dissolved out. In paper. It was like a bug or something. Now they like, know. <laughs> what if you're I the SpongeBob paper version? <laughs> you drew yourself and now you're here. Doodle Bob. Me hoi, me do And it begins. We'll just uh, close this out now. SpongeBob has come up now. Anyways, his favorite game of all time is Civilization. It's a great game. It's a great game. It's a holiday game for him well it. it takes so long like i was playing four i played four hours last night and i think <laughs> i got through the start man <laughs> well it's because I, I got through I, the tutorial i mean it, I, I had started a civilization a game a, a few months back like when it came out when i got wound up getting it and then i just got off of it and because i don't know a game like that it's hard you can't pick it up and put it down in like an hour yeah. i feel like most console games like even assassin's creed origins other things that i'm playing through right now i could play it for an hour and be like okay i'm good like yeah. I can go, I can stop and go do other things. Civilization just require you just have to be so in it. It's mm-hmm. to find the time to play it and to be able to spend the time to really build it out and do it well is just hard. And so you know, last night was the rare occasion where I had that time to do that. Uh, and but I still I played four hours and 
barely got into the Did Renaissance you get era. One buildings built. <laughs> I, I, I was proud of myself. I was you, proud of got myself like though. One cathedral done, yeah. and that's as far as you've gotten. <laughs> I was proud though because I like just I met uh, Theodore uh, Teddy Roosevelt and another empire. <laughs> Wait, was, you're already up <laughs> to Roosevelt? Happen? No, he's th- they're the set leader for the civilization. Oh, okay. It's not like it changes over time. Like Ew, you don't start as Washington. Okay. You're like the set person. So like I'm Persia. So I'm uh, Darius. Uh, and so I'm sitting, I'm just, I meet him. We seem chill. We seem like we're good buddies. Nice, he great. becomes friends with this other empire. Who's not so buddy, buddy with me. I don't know what I did to them to piss them off, but they weren't happy with me. Yeah. And then we're, I'm just doing my own thing, la, do, la, setting la. up some trades. <laughs> and then he comes up and he's just like, Hey, I'm declaring war on you. I'm like, Teddy, what? Teddy, <laughs> Teddy what? Wow, that, that's how that game works. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. I mean, like wow. I did something Sounds that funny. went against his agenda <laughs> and he decided to, to attack me and everything. And then he Can got you, that like, other plea for mercy. No, you can't. Like, I mean, don't. but like after a couple turns later, you can like send him a bit like, Hey, peace, please. Yeah, You're Lord. beating me. But <laughs> so he teamed up with another empire, that other empire who's not buddy, buddy with me to come after me. But I built up quite an alliance of city States who, who came to my aid. And then I was able to build, I had like no military. I was able to build up a military and then take over one of Theodore Roosevelt's cities that he had built too close to me. His mistake. His mistake. And, and so like I was attacking him and, and starting to beat him and he wasn't getting anywhere and he kept coming to me being like, hey, peace now? And I was like, no. No mercy. Your, uh, head. <laughs> Pretty much. And I was just Look like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not getting away with this. I'm taking I Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So I did wind up actually taking it and then like a couple year, a couple turns later, I went to him and was like, you want peace now? <laughs> and he was like, please. But, and so I literally took every single, I, for a part of the trade deal, he got peace for me and I took like seven or 10 gold per turn, a lump sum of gold. And then every single one of his luxury and strategic resources Ooh. that he had. And I just kept adding, I just kept adding things to the list of what he had to give me. And he's like, I'll, I'll make this work. I'll make this work. I'll make this work. I was like, now you've got your own, like, (laughs) I'm fist. (laughs) (laughs) Me Lord Lord Jen rises (laughs) from the ashes. (laughs) So no, it's, it's a, it's a great time. It's a good time. Good old Civ. Oh man. That's a good, that's a good game. You guys should really play it more often. It's fun. It's fun. No, thank you. That's a hard pass. Oh my gosh. You're missing out. You're missing out. Negative. (laughs) All right. Well, we've covered the two big topics that we want to hit on today Overwatch League and, of course, the Nintendo Direct Mini. Lots of great stuff coming out. I am super excited to see where the Overwatch League is going to go in the next few weeks. Obviously, week two is already started and ended by the time. Well, no, no, it will be starting soon by the time you're listening to this. Uh, I think the next day, though, on the Wednesday, Uh, the 17th is when it begins. So that is Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So week two is kicking off soon. So hopefully, so tune into those matches. Like Moga was saying earlier, you could watch it on Twitch and also the overwatch league has an official app for Android and iOS, which you can download, which you can watch the matches through there as well as see other standings and match results, etc. So check that out if at all interested in that. Uh, and then obviously too, super excited about all the news and games coming out of the Nintendo direct mini. Can't wait to play me some DK. So it's going to be a good time all around. But before we go, we have our song contest for this week. Hint coming to us from Dylan Biles. His hint is next time, take an Uber. Ooh, it's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. One more I'm, time. Oh, it's Crazy Taxi. One more time. I'm right. When's Next time, I'm calling it. I'm we'll calling take it. an yeah. Uber. When's the last time we talked about Crazy I'm, Taxi? I'm calling it right now. Have it's we crazy talked about taxi. that game? We did. I think but we have. Early, like, first we, 10 we, yeah, it was a been. long time yeah. ago. Crazy 
Easy. It was a long time ago. But anyway, so his hint is next time, take an Uber. The song contest goes live Wednesday, 9 a.m., the day after this episode airs. So January 17th at 9 a.m., we'll put a post out on Facebook and Twitter with the hint and link to the song so you can listen to it again. First person to correctly guess the game from which the soundtrack is from will be able to send us a song and hint for a future episode. So keep your eyes peeled on our Facebook and Twitter for that and send us your guesses. But with that, that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. See you later. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Adios. We'll see you all next time. Stick around for the song.